0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Hello to the Podcast. I'm Abdullah, your host, and a little, bit of a, a little bit of context for what you're about to hear. This interview is short because Carolina had an audition and we had to rush things, so it's a lot shorter than the usual interviews, but it's fine. You know, I understand it's, you know, the actor's life. We'll have lives outside the podcast and yada, yada, yada. But, you know, she was professional and nice and, uh, yeah. So it's a really short episode, so consider it a quickie or whatever (laughs) thanks for listening and let's get on to the interview hello and welcome to a quick 30 minute extra episode with me today is a special guest introduce yourself please because we only got 30 minutes we only got 30 minutes
1: (laughs) hi i'm carolina ravasa the voice of sombra in overwatch
0: and uh why did you uh why acting it's my first question why acting
1: Oh, I mean, I think everyone does acting because they love it. You know, Um, I started off as a kid and I really enjoyed it. And then it just it's kind of like the acting bug bit me and I haven't been able to stop ever since. So um, I have a really good time doing it. I love um, storytelling. Um, Yeah, it's it's a really I mean, it's a really hard career because it's not easy to get acting jobs. But I'm happy doing it now that I'm in it, you know.
0: And how long have you been acting for?
1: Um, I've been acting since I was five years old, but that's not professionally. I just, I love doing it. And then, um, I studied it in college. And then, uh, I think I started professionally about 11 years ago, uh, for college, I, I started auditioning and stuff in New York and, and then it kind of, uh, went from there. So I've been acting for way too many years, but actually living off of acting or, or pursuing it professionally only the past 11 years.
0: And looking at your career from then till now, how much would you say you've changed as a person and how much has it affected you personally?
1: Well, I think that every role teaches you a little something. So whether you learn something about your personal life or you meet fabulous people on set or uh, you have a great director that teaches you some really amazing things and you have great moments with the crew, I think it all mm, hopefully makes you a better person. And I do think that it's affecting... Affected me in a positive way. Uh, I've become a better actress. Inevitably, the more projects I do, because uh, ideally one only grows, you know, from from the bottom. You you continue going up. Um, So I think that I've changed a lot. um, And it's just, I guess, only made me hopefully a better actress. (laughs)
0: Well, I mean, everyone starts out really green when they when they first start out. I mean, have you seen like? I'm pretty sure like if you're familiar with what, with the with the other Overwatch actors work, and you go back and look at some of their early stuff, they are pretty uh, hard to watch now.
1: <laughs> I, but I think anybody. I think that that goes for absolutely any performer, you know, um, or or any or any career in life, you know. You look at a an banker used to be at the beginning versus towards the end of his career i mean i think that obviously we start green because we are beginners at everything so yes I, i i do think that's the case
0: and how what was it like transitioning from live action stuff to voiceover
1: i don't think it's uh i don't see it as a transition exactly i think it's just a branch of acting so for me it's using the same tool i use on camera that i have to use in the booth um obviously you're not being filmed, but I do use my facial expressions in order to convey what I'm saying at that moment. Um, I think they're just different mediums. So you learn to um, work towards a microphone and really convey everything through your voice rather than using your whole body because that's what, you know, I can't use my eyebrows to just give somebody a look on camera. I have to kind of verbally make that choice so I think it's just uh, a different kind of acting and we just have to adapt to how it works
0: and how many times did you have to do the how many takes did it take to get like some of the voice lines right in overwatch
1: it's funny I don't I don't think it's like oh I it took five takes to do this one right I think that we we always give three options of a voice line because that's how most directors like to work and then usually they find a take they like the best there. Um, or, you know, they'll tweak you and say, Hey, uh, you know, we actually think this line is a little sassier and we think, uh, because it's in game, she's actually a little louder. So then you realize, Oh, okay. I was out of context. So then you do it again. Um, I mean, some lines take more, more times than others. Maybe, maybe one I did 15 times just because we're trying to find the exact perfect way to do it, um, for that moment. So, I can't tell you how many times it took, but for the most part, we always give three three reads, you know?
0: And what was it like doing the grunting work, the all the pain sounds and all the grunting stuff that you have to do for the... What was that experience for you, coming in as a as an on-camera actor and being asked to do that with just her voice?
1: I had done a little bit of that for GTA V, so I knew how that went. Um, I think... I mean, it's a learning experience, you know, and and because it's not something we do often, uh, you know, we really have to use our imagination to to think and feel what would it be like to die because you know you're freezing your butt off because May is sending you I don't know her fire her, her firewall her hers um, ice wall and and then you you know fall off a cliff and. How would this sound if if it were happening? And really commit to it. Um, I find it hard and funny sometimes to do, but uh, but it's a it's an interesting experience. Uh, I think you know Lucy Poll, for example, says she loved doing those. I, I didn't particularly like doing them um, because I think that you know they can be very straining on the vocal cords and stuff. But. Uh, I, I think it's all fun you know
0: and uh well what's what's an average how long does an average recording session take for like new material
1: well most sessions are four hours Un- union rules are that you you record four hours with breaks in between um those were the the beginning sessions we would go you know four hours long and then um now that we go into the booth just for you know the the events or new downloadable content maybe the session won't be as long but usually they'll book us and and prepare a lot of lines way in advance so we just use the whole four hours to do whatever updates need to be done and how does it feel
0: like to finally be immortalized as an action figure (laughs) yeah uh
1: (laughs) Yeah, I guess I hadn't thought about that like that. Um, it's it's fabulous. I love I love seeing Funko Pops and um, all the different versions of sombra that come out, like the the Nendoroids or the um, what do they call it, and, uh, Legos. You know, all of that's uh, exciting. Yeah, because
0: uh, Hasbro recently released the first wave of like, – the release, like, pictures of the first wave of their new toy line, and Sombra's, like, in wave one, and I'm like, wow, you made it. <laughs> You're immortalized as an action figure. Oh, Hasbro
1: did? See, yeah. I'm not even up with yeah. things. I, I find out about them till it's way later. Super
0: yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. So, awesome, i going to have to
1: look up. <laughs> there
0: you go. You're an action figure now.
1: <laughs> awesome. Oh, and what
0: was it like cosplaying as Sombra? Because you recently did a con – by the time this goes up, you recently did a con where you cosplayed a Sombra. How was that like?
1: It was a lot of fun. Uh, I will say respected cosplayers before because of the hard work they put into making the, the costume. Uh, I didn't understand how uncomfortable and tiring it could be to walk around a convention the whole day wearing the suit. And for me, it was, actually, my suit was really comfortable. It was more the hair was really tight, and I got a headache pretty early on. So oof, it's a lot. It's exhausting, but it's really fun. So I, I had a really good time booping people in my Sombra cosplay. And how long did that take to to get on and up? <laughs> like how many hours did that well, take to get on? I had I know a know. fabulous cosplayer make my jacket and gloves. Um and she she lent me her hairpiece and the oh, she also gave me the I guess the spandex bodysuit underneath. So she, she created all of it. I'm sure she took hours and hours building the jacket Um, and she made it such an easy thing to put the jacket on and off that that didn't take a while I think what takes a while was you know the makeup the makeup and hair took a good uh you know two hours to to do properly so um yeah I guess two hours and was was the hair piece a wig or was that
0: like some like a separate piece piece?
1: Hair in a tight bun and then she so she has two pieces one is like the the kind of little uh purple pieces on on the left side of the shaved head that kind of was one piece and then the other one was the second half of the wig um so she she created her own personal wig that works really well other people just cut the hair short on on one side of a wig or whatever it was it was actually I mean she did it all so it was easy she she tightened my hair so much so that it wouldn't fall off that I just oh my god you know tight tight hair Oh Crazy. I
0: hope You didn't. You didn't pull out any scalps. <laughs> that that must. Nope. No, no, no. <laughs> and uh, and and, are you shocked at how much of an impact Sombra has had on 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 people as a character?
1: Uh, absolutely. I, I never thought that a video game character could influence people so much and uh, change their lives or make them feel like, oh, you know, finally, there's this Latina superhero out there that speaks our language and and sounds like us. So. I mean, I guess as as a Hispanic person, I always wanted that, but uh, hearing the feedback from fans at conventions is really special because I see how just the game in general has affected them positively.
0: And what's what's it like doing all these cons, like traveling around the world? Because you've been everywhere now.
1: I absolutely love it. I, I've always loved traveling, so this is the best of both worlds. I get to combine work and travel and also meet uh it's cool to meet people all over the world so i understand culturally where they're coming from because i'm learning about them as i'm at the convention and then in the end i realize that this game has affected everybody positively so it's really cool to see people from all cultures and walks of life uh, let me know how Sombra or the game has has taught them to make friends online. Uh, maybe they've wanted to learn another language because of a character. Uh, it's been a really, really fascinating experience. And
0: uh, how close are you with the other voice actors?
1: Uh, pretty close. Some, some more than others, just because I think that we we tend to coincide with some more than others at conventions. So, you know, it's sometimes easier to to be able to get to know somebody if you're spending more time with them. But um, obviously I spend a lot of time with Anjali and I, I meet up with Lucy and Jen every time I'm in New York. And now that I live in LA, you know, I, uh, I see Fyodor Chin and Paul Nakauchi a lot. So uh, it's a really, it's a really great family. And, and even, you know, with Chloe who lives in France when we do conventions in the U S it's amazing to, to get to catch up, you know? So uh, I think it is a, a, a new group of friends that is, is great.
0: And finally, what's the best and worst advice that you've gotten as an actor?
1: Um, the best advice is to keep going because inevitably you will find the project and the role that is right for you. And then things will continue from there and you can only, um, get better the more you do something. So, uh, keep taking acting classes, keep going to auditions, uh, create your own work. All of that stuff has been fabulous advice for me. Um, you know, somebody is another actor who was established, saw my reel and said, you know, you don't have an ounce of talent. You're not really that good looking. Uh, You're not even that funny. So I would, I would stop acting now and maybe focus on producing. And um I remember thinking, well, you clearly don't know me because it's the thing that I most love to do. So I'm going to continue doing this. And, I mean, I guess it was, it was bad advice. Stop acting, but I didn't listen to it. So in the end, it didn't really matter, right? Because I continued doing what I wanted to do. So, yeah. <laughs> I guess you can't always listen to what other people think of you because it's it doesn't it doesn't always mean anything. There's so many, uh, you know, websites that post the rejection letters that famous directors or writers got when they were sending out their work for the first time. So it just goes to show that the more you persist, um, the more you'll find your group of people to, to make projects with or... or the the project that you belong to,
0: and that's it. Thank you for your time.
1: Thanks yeah. for coming on. <laughs> Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. Uh, shukran and uh, Hacking Kuwait. Is this only for Kuwait, or is this for all the Well, or-
0: well we got like a lot. Well, we have like I think six thousand or seven thousand total downloads on on the site. So that's insane.
1: What's your, <laughs> sorry, remind me the name of your podcast.
0: Uh, hello, Governor of the podcast.
1: Right. Hacking. Hello, governor.
0: Ha ha ha. You're welcome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks.